This is your host, Rob Marsh. Listen to the Rooms in This Podcast. Um, I'm just going to just add a quick, um, just a quick analysis on what happened with the Celtics and Bulls game. Um, like I said, this will be fairly quick, probably 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes or so. I didn't expect to record tonight, but I had to say something about this because this was embarrassing. <laughs> like, this was embarrassing. Um, the Celtics got problems, bro. Like, they, as of right now, they got problems. Um, they were up. I didn't watch the game at first. I was, like, um, I was probably on YouTube just, you know, watching a few videos here and there, writing notes, doing a little research. Like I said, I'm just working on a few articles for you guys I'm going to post on the website later on this week. Maybe some some post of recruiting news or if there is anything that pops up but like I said I'll be posting all that this week but like I said I said you know what let me go turn into the Celtics game it's third quarter um I was happy and I decided to tune in and got sidetracked and watched the game I didn't expect to watch the game I don't watch every game guys like I watch maybe the highlights but then I mean I can't I mean this hundred this eight excuse me I thought it was baseball for a second there's 82 games in the season I'm not going to watch every single game, but I'm going to at least keep a track of what's going on and and try to watch most of the games at least. As someone that's going to cover it, of course I'm going to watch most of the games, but sometimes it's tough. You know, I got a lot of things going on outside of, you know. But, uh, yeah, like, I decided to tune in third quarter. Plus the reason why is because the team is playing at a – they're playing, not playing so well, so that's why I don't really tune in to every single game. But I see them up by twenty something points. So I'm like, okay, this looks good. This looks, this looks like they're starting to turn the corner here. Let's see what they got tonight. And I watch it. They play well, and then Tatum's making plays. Al Horford had a nice game. He had a double double in the game. I think he had like 20 and, and 10. Nice numbers for a 35-year-old doing his thing. I mean, he definitely helped out. Jalen Brown played well. But I felt like all that energy that they had at the end of the third quarter was lost. They just like, they slept walking that third quarter. They stopped getting back on defense. The Bulls were getting out in transition. you seen Zach Levine getting drives to the rim. Nobody getting in front of him. He had... um. DeMar DeRozan doing the same thing, hitting corner threes. I mean, can I go on? I mean, I can go on and on about what they were doing. They got Ricky's making big shots. Nobody's not even close to him. Uh, what's his name from Illinois? A.O. I can't say his last name. It's hard, it's hard to pronounce it, but um, they were saying he's a pretty good player. Like, he was getting national play of the year recognition last year in college. It was the first, I believe it was the first-round pick for the Bulls. So, I mean, that's a good pickup for them. Um, they also got Derrick Jones. He, he had a good game as well, Derrick Jones Jr. And the Bulls, just, they're benching Caruso as well, getting Caruso from the Lakers last year. So they had a very good free agency getting DeMar DeRozan through trade and all that. So they, they, the Bulls did a good job, and it's showing. They got a nice bench, and their bench flat-out changed the entire complexity of the game. In that third quarter, turned things around, turned a 20-point lead from the Celtics all the way to a 9-point lead coming into the fourth, 9-8-point lead, single-digit lead coming into the fourth quarter. And 
Once that happened, the momentum completely changed. Now we start to see the same habits that we've been seeing all along. And they, they again, we thought like, okay, Celtics might get this one. But like the same old habits continue for them. And here we go again. Um, they get outscored 39-11 to 11 in the fourth quarter. I'm watching the pregame, right, postgame right now. And it's just like, wow, they're courtesy of, um, you know, NBC Sports Boston. They give a little credit what credit's due. And like I said, I'm looking at the score, and it's double-digit lead because you got guys just getting confident, seeing that, oh, okay, like we got this lead, we got it wrapped up. Uh, Celtics started jacking up threes like they always tend to do when they think everything's all lost. And, um, I just seen, I, I just didn't like the body language, too, of just guys like Jalen Brown. just supposed to be your main guys, supposed to be your top players. And they're just, like, passing the ball. Like, they're giving it to Al Horford, expecting Al Horford to make miracle plays for them when they should be, you know, be poised. It seems like they're, they're panicking. That's what it seems like. They seem like they're panicking down the stretch. And like I said, I haven't watched every single game, but I've noticed that from time to time as I've, as I've watched them in the past, and which these past couple of years, ever since Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have been the guys now, you know, there's no Kyrie Irving to bail you out. Um, it's all on you. And, you know, people say a bad rep for Kyrie Irving, but I think Kyrie Irving had a great run, you know, his first year that he was here. And he they won a lot of games. Second year, not so much. But I digress. Here we are, Jason Tatum, Jane LeBron, this is your team. And when it matters most, down the stretch, where are you? I mean, where are they? I mean, they're either jacking up threes, contested threes at that, hot, low, low percentage shots, fadeaway jump shots. Tatum is the king of fadeaway twos instead of, like, getting himself to the free throw line. Or when he does get to the – or when he does uh, drive to the rim, is usually he breaks them. He usually can't finish through, through contact. I mean, this is the same old story. Like, this is the same old story with the Celtics. I hope I was hoping they would turn the corner, and here we are, beginning of the season. Still the same thing we're seeing last year. Um, if they continue to play like this, it's going to be a long season. Like, this is definitely going to be a long season to continue to play like this. I don't think the Bulls are an elite team. I think they're a playoff team. I think they're a team that can be reckoned with in the East, but I don't think, I don't think by any means they're an elite team. So... You're up by 20, and you can't close it out? Come on now. Like, that's that's definitely an L. Like, you, that's definitely a, a big-time L. Like, obviously, it's an L. It's obviously, you're getting a loss, but, like, this is a big-time L for your psyche. You know what I'm saying? People saying you're, that you're soft and this, that, and the third. This confirms it. You know, we, we get punked, like Emi Udoka said a couple games ago. You get punked, and now you're starting to show a lot of that punkness type of behavior down the stretch when the mat- when the game matters. I felt there was only one drive where I thought Tatum made a nice drive. and uh, I think Al Horford passed it to him. It was like at the left corner, I believe. Um, made a nice Euro step into the lane from the, uh, f- you know, it was pretty much from the three-point line. So he did a nice uh, drive there. But other than that, man, they just faded away, took a lot of bad shots, the ball movement stopped. 
all the stuff that they probably was doing, because I didn't watch the first half, that they probably was doing to get them a, you know, a nice, you know, eight-point lead going into halftime, 67 to 59. All that was to waste because, you know, the defense is still kind of poor. Like I said, they could not get back on uh, on defense, on transition defense. And then just allowing Zach Levine to get easy drives to the rims, allowing DeMar DeRozan to get confident. Make, and, you know, DeMar DeRozan is not a pure shooter. Like, he's always struggled shooting the ball from three, but he will hit. He will knock down his corner threes if you let him. And if you allow him to get free and allow him to get open, he will knock him down in rhythm. And he did. He had a couple of them big threes down the, stre- down the stretch, right in, the, you know, five minutes left in the fourth and really kind of iced the game. And that was all she wrote after that. Uh, the bench was getting excited and all that from Chicago and just – you don't want to see that. You're. It's not like you're on the road doing that. You're at home. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. That's like what bad teams do. Bad teams have a big lead at home and can't close a game out. And they end up losing double digits to, the, to that team that they were up big on at home. And it's, it's pretty embarrassing. And I have to say, and I'm just going to just end it right there. I'm like... Celtics got a lot of work to do. Like, they got a lot of work to do. Um, I don't know how many cliches we can think of because it's been like this for a while now. Like, it's really truly up to them. Um, obviously, um, there is, you know, obviously trade rumors going around, trade wins going around. Bradley Bill, Jason Tatum mentioned him in the media. I'm going to have an article about that. Hopefully I can get that posted up soon. Um, just mentioning what he said about Bradley Bill and just, you know, all the ideas of them possibly playing it, playing with each other or, you know, playing on the same team. So, yeah, I mean, it would help to have a third star, but at the same time, I think it's all about Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you know, I think they have enough to win a lot of these games. I thought Schroeder had a nice game. He had some moments. So it's like that's your potential, you know, third guy out there, third option. I mean, he played pretty I – I think he played pretty well. Al Horford played pretty well. And you still find a way to lose the game. So I don't know what, what you got to do. Like, I mean, I think it really just comes down to the mental toughness and just their physical toughness as a whole. It's just that they get pushed around and they – they don't handle it well. That's just the, that's what I what what my observation is every time I watch them when it comes down to you know winning games is that like they get pushed around and they don't have the mental toughness to like be able to handle you know what the other team's bringing them. So, but I'm gonna uh, wrap it up. I just, just wanted to just quickly chime in on that. Another tough loss for the Celtics. But anyways. This is Rob Marsh, your host. Listen to the Rims and S podcast. I'm out.